Welcome back to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two BFFs recap romance novels, where sex positivity rules the day, where support will always surpass judgment, and where hilarity always ensues. This week, we get to announce the winner of the Bubbles and Books giveaway. Listener and cultist Jennifer Sumner reigns supreme as the Bubbles and Books winner, diva, and queen of relaxation. Congrats, Jennifer. Pamper yourself. And this week's Patreon shout-out goes out to Brandon S. Brandon, you are a rare unicorn-centaur hybrid. Your unicorn lineage gives you the nobility, purity of heart, and sweetness of temperament, which makes others crave your presence and respect. And your centaur side gives you the wisdom and positivity in pursuits of both the mind and of the flesh. Regardless of your methods, you have an innate ability to make people feel wonderful about themselves and life in general. Now, let's get into our tingliest episode yet. We're covering Chuck Tingle's Seduced by Dr. Bigfoot, Attorney at Large, and Space Raptor Butt Invasion. Wait, are we covering them or did they cover us? You decide. Hi, Erin. Hello, Melody. How are you? Outstanding. How are you? I'm fabulous. I'm so fabulous, actually. You have a Spider-Man mug. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a really good mug. Yeah. Um, We have a really good customer at the comic shop who is super sweet, and he usually ends up bringing Michael a different superhero mug every year around Christmas time. Yeah, it's really, really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. We're very, we're very lucky with the community around the comic book shop. Cool. We have another guy who owns all a bunch of like he owns at least one Wonder Bagel, and so <laughs> every few weeks he comes in with like twenty five bagels that they would have to throw away at the end of the day anyway. Are they up to your bagel standards? Oh which yeah, are Wonder Bagel incredibly does not mess high. Around. All right, yeah. okay. Wonder right. Bagel is good shit. No yeah. rye seeds. No rye seeds, not Fair. not at all okay, good. on the everything good, bagels. Good, good. No, no, they're not monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you about my day yesterday? Sure. Can I tell you? It was yes. the best day. It was such okay. a good day. Okay. I so I finally the wedding has happened. My uh-huh. friend's wedding that I've been officiate that I've been prepping to officiate. It happened yesterday. I saw the photos. Ah, uh, it was so wonderful like first of all just bearing witness to two people who are really really suited to each other deciding to make a life of it is is like a whole it's one level of fabulous you know Mm -hmm. what i mean totally but then oh man seeing the groom cry when she came down the aisle and like i was there for the first look i was there for like the whole prep session why, of all why? day why were you there for the first look well because that was um well not i wasn't like like on the floor with them <laughs> like we were... i just imagined like the picture of the first look but then like melody just in the background be like you guys this is so sweet <laughs> no so they were down in the ceremony area of the venue and everybody from the wedding party so like 
the groomsmen, the bridesmaids, mm-hmm. and then me. Mm-hmm. We were up on the balcony area. Oh, when so they let they everybody look. Yeah, it was really sweet. <laughs> so there was that. And then the ceremony itself went fabulously. I actually had to stop looking at the couple for a little while because they were too, like their googly eyes at each yeah. other were too much. That does not surprise me in the least. No. And when you combine my naturally squishy self Mm -hmm. with eight-month pregnancy hormones, like Mm -hmm. I was honestly worried, but (laughs) I didn't break down. It was just the right amount of teary, a lot of people told me. Good. And it was just wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) And then I danced my fucking face (laughs) off. I danced to the point that I started having Braxton Hicks contractions. Oh, no. (laughs) No, they've been happening quite a bit. It's like a natural thing. That's the one where you got to put your feet up, right? No, you should just like change positions or stop doing whatever you're doing. Oh. Because your body's, your uterus is just sort of practicing. Oh. But my belly was getting like rock hard. And uh, what does that mean? What does that mean? (laughs) It contracts. The uterus contracts. And so it gets really hard. (laughs) I just. God. Anyway. I just imagine you being like, you guys, I've got to stop dancing. My uterus is rock hard right now. Feel it. it was God so gross. I actually did. I was like, guys, feel this. They were like, holy shit, that's rock hard. They didn't say that. I I love you, but I will never feel your rock hard uterus. And I want you to <laughs> no, know that. I will just be you like, I understand, and I can trust you that it is. <laughs> I support you in your boundaries. I'm Ugh. okay with that. Gosh. <laughs> well, and then so then we got home at like three in the morning. Like we went ham last night in a way Mm -hmm. that I have not in a long time. Got home at three in the morning. I woke up a few times, but then didn't like actually get up until like 1030 the next morning. Mm -hmm. And I was about to put clothes on and I was about to like do all the things. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I thought about having breakfast in bed, but Michael was sleeping and it was a whole thing. And then I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to I'm going to live my best life. <laughs> I had breakfast in a bath this morning. What? No, Melanie. Oh, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. It no. was so awesome. I know you're transitioning into bubbles and books, but I do not I am feel not. like they would endorse a breakfast no. in a bathtub. Even I'm they. actually not transitioning. Ooh, I'm just telling you. How many could you have dropped in there? <laughs> I didn't drop any. It was great. Well, all I had, I had half a bagel and some tofu cream cheese. And a cup of coffee is sitting in my bath. And I needed to because my feet, like my pregnant, my poor pregnant feet uh-huh. were so, were still so swollen from the night before. So I took a crazy, crazy concentrated Epsom salt bath. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> you I don't already snack get very... in the bath? No! No! <laughs> oh, I do. A book yeah. is my limit. Like a book is like the level. And even then I get I get super paranoid about like the wetness of my hands versus the book. You keep a towel by the be- a bathtub. Yeah, I so know how just... to do it, but it just <laughs> it's it's already too much. Like I would mm. I would be very worried about the sogginess of, of my croissant or whatever it was. And I to drink a hot drink while you're already soaking in a hot drink is a lot. Oh. 
Amazing. I don't know. I don't know. No. I don't think I could do we it. Also, we have different ideas about baths. I watch shows in baths. I oh read books God. in baths. Ten I minutes snack tops? in baths. Ten minutes tops. What? No. no. An hour and a half minimum. God. <laughs> How does the water stay hot? I don't understand your it life. It doesn't. You refill it. You refill it? Yeah. Obviously. Ugh. No. <laughs> I would you don't die. refill it. I would you drain a little, die. and then you fill it back up with hot water, and then you uh-huh. drain a little, and then you fill it back up with hot water. Oof! It's a whole process. All right. Oh yeah. But also, well, I think you wanna... that our friends at fucking Bubbles and <laughs> yeah. Books would support me in my bath time I don't decisions. Know. Bubbles and Books, if you'd let us know, <laughs> I just I love a bath, but I don't know if I can work it the way that Melody is right now. Oh yeah, no, I take full advantage of the bath bombs. I take full advantage of the artisan soaps. I feel like I do as well. I take full advantage of all of the accessories that you might get with a Bubbles and Books box. Yeah, but I feel I like take I took full, full advantage. Okay, listen. I got our box. I unboxed yeah. it in front of everybody. How'd you like my unboxing mm-hmm. video? Was I super It was profesh? so perfect. Yeah. No, it was perfect. I, I felt pretty fancy when I was doing it, but then watching back, <laughs> I was like, oh no, <laughs> you're not very fancy. <laughs> you were so fancy. But I used all the stuff in, in, a, in an efficient, a luxurious, but efficient way. I used the bath bomb, which when I published the video, a lot of HBs were concerned about the glitter in the bath bomb. And just so you know, the glitter was loose in the bag. You don't have to put the glitter in your bathtub if you don't want to. The bomb and the glitter were separate things. So I got the bath bomb themed to fall because fall was the October box theme. I got the pumpkin spice artisan hand soap. I got some little extra stuff, a little bracelet making kit and a little ornament. And what else? A flower and some tea and the book, which I haven't started reading yet, yeah. but it sounded fantastic. It was a delight, you guys. It was a uh. delight. And I do not know November's theme, but if you order it soon, you can still get November's box, right? It's like the 15th, right? I think so, yeah. I'll yeah. make sure and that I'm going to look it up. if you order it, if you order it and put in the code BOSOM20, B-O-S-O-M, 20, you get 20% off of your first month. That is both good whether you're getting it for yourself or as a gift to a fellow luxuriator that you love. <laughs> a fellow HB. <laughs> yeah. And the best thing is you can pick whatever kind of book you want. You can pick a mm-hmm. swept away slash historical book, a paranormal book, or a bad boy contemporary book. And whatever you do, everything in the box is going to have an awesome theme. Yeah. It's going to be exactly what you want. Yeah. And if you think about it, so we just had a fall theme. I can't imagine that they're not going to take advantage of the Christmas season coming up. I can't I don't imagine. Know. We cannot guarantee this, but it would seem the right thing to do. Yeah. It seems like they're <laughs> on the ball in that regard. So yeah, I'm super excited. And again, bosom 20 if you go there. And this week, we're living in the past right now, Erin, but this yeah. week is also winter week. So somebody oh, just won. Somebody just Congrats won. To whoever Congratulations won. for your box. <laughs> okay, I also found out if you order by the twentieth, you can get the Thanksgiving box. Oh, rock on! When this comes out, it'll be the nineteenth. So if you're listening to it on the nineteenth, you have one day to get that box. Get out of that box. And if you're to if it's after it. the twentieth, you can still get out of box. It's just going to be next month's box, and that's fine. Yeah. And all the URLs are in the episode description as well as on our social media. So yes. Yep. Bosom twenty. Yeah. Okay. Aaron. Yes. We were given a gift this week. We were given a gift. 
by a listener. And then we added on to the gift for ourselves. <laughs> we were so good to us this week. <laughs> we were. Okay, so here's the thing. My friend Brandon, who is a magical, magical person, was an yeah. early adopter and huge supporter of the podcast, uh-huh. telling like literally everyone he knows about <gasps> it, which is probably... And- He's the shout out this week too. He's the Patreon oh, shout yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, magical centaur unicorn Brandon. So he gave us a five star review probably before anybody else did. And oh. recently, like in the last few months, was like, I have it. I have the book. <laughs> this is the book. And then when mm-hmm. I told him, Hey, we're recording this next week, he was astounded. Like he what? could not believe we were actually doing it. And I was like, Of course we're actually doing it. And he yeah, was Brandon, just like, We love you. Why yeah, would we not do that? We made we made an oath. We yeah. we took a bribe. We're gonna do it. <laughs> That's so right. today we have seduced by Dr. Bigfoot. Attorney at Large uh-huh. by Chuck Tingle, a That's thirty-six right. page masterpiece. <laughs> masterpiece. And then because it is only a thirty-six page masterpiece, we decided to do also Space Raptor Butt Invasion. <laughs> Space Raptor <laughs> Butt Invasion, which is also a thirty-six page masterpiece. Also, I have you looked up anything about Dr. Chuck Tingle? No, I haven't. When we mentioned we were going to do this, like the HBs, a bunch of them were like, Jack Tingle. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to figure out who this person is. And since we have yeah. some time, I just want to, this is, he is like the Banksy of erotica comedy romance novels. Yes, please. It seems Tell like, like no one knows who he is. There have been limited things that have been revealed about his identity that could be true or not true. <laughs> he claims to be have been born in Home of Truth, Utah, which is a uh, like very small, originally religious commune okay. in Utah. He says that he is a Taekwondo grandmaster. Who knows? I'm into it. Who lives in Montana uh, with a PhD in holistic massage from DeVry University, <laughs> which does not <laughs> offer that degree. <laughs> I'm getting all of this by Wikipedia, by the way. Okay, so he started releasing these, like, little... He started in Dinosaur Erotica, started releasing these. They caught on, became a thing. Yeah. In 2016, he did an AMA on Reddit, but it was his quote-unquote son, John, doing it, not him. (laughs) I guess. And then in the AMA, the son, John, said that Mr. Dr. Dr. Tingle, I guess, because he has that fake degree from DeVry. The the PhD. Yeah. Yeah. He said he's an autistic savant and also schizophrenic. And then the son does some (laughs) kind of like editing and then puts it out. I don't think that's true. Um, So it's a it's a lot. It's a lot of misdirection. But then Space Raptor Butt Invasion, which is one of the stories we're doing today, almost won a Hugo. Did you know this? No! Yeah. So one of these little, like, uh, you know, conservative internet groups, you know, like the alt-right internet groups that go, like, try to make American Idol or, you know, like, whatever, like, skew things in the world. Totally. Vote down Amy Schumer's uh, Netflix special, those kind of guys. They tried to make Space Raptor Butt Invasion the Hugo Award winner for Best Short Story in Science Fiction in 2016 to make a political statement about, I don't know, something. Amazing. And so Chuck Tingle 
announced that if he should win this, because it's kind of like insulting, right? Because it's like, yeah, totally. you know, vote for the worst sort of thing. Yeah. So he announced that he was going to have Zoe Quinn, who is a uh, video game, uh, like anti-harassment feminist Aww. person, announce or get get accept the award for him, but then he lost. And then after that, he published um, Pounded in the Butt by my Hugo Award loss. Which... <laughs> We did not read. And then he's made a bunch of uh, political books. Like, you know, the the Olivia Wilde's mom that lost with the Bigfoot, the Bigfoot erotica guy. Yeah. He wrote a book about that guy after that whole thing was announced. He also wrote a story about... So, like, just three days ago or something crazy? No, no. Like, when she accused him of... Ha- well, accused, but, like, when she was like, oh. oh, this guy writes gay Bigfoot erotica, he published... A yeah, book got about it. him. He's also written a bunch of short stories about Donald Trump. Oh. One titled Slammed in the Butt by Donald Trump's Trump's attempt to avoid accusations of plagiarism by removing all <laughs> facts or concrete plans from his <laughs> Re- Republican National Convention speech. <laughs> and he now, as of 2018, has a podcast called Pounded in the Butt by My Own Podcast, where members of the Welcome to Night Vale community read his stories out loud. So, oh my God. That is almost in its entirety the Wikipedia entry about Dr. Chuck Tingle. What a goddamn reindeer <laughs> of delight and wonderful. Right. Right. I, I just, I can't wrap my brain around it. It's too much awesome. It's Banksy. It's Banksy. It's amazing. Yes. All right. So, which one do you want to start with? I think we have to start with Seduced by Dr. Bigfoot, Attorney okay. at Large. Can I just say, by the way, that I read that title without questioning anything, and then I realized, <laughs> like, as if there are questioning anything, as if there are attorneys at large, <laughs> at, attorney at larges. <laughs> I just read it, and I was like, yeah, of course, that's how you say that. <laughs> not so, even, not even getting the pun in the title. <laughs> so, may I just say that this yeah. cover. Is, is amazing amazing because it's not a bigfoot okay <laughs> no. so you've got a shirtless man regular sort of sexy man superimposed into a courtroom scene with another shirtless sexy man larger but with the face of a silverback gorilla yep <laughs> Not, well, so that's not what a Bigfoot is. No, and I love the fact that the that the guy who's supposed to be Lance, I think is his name, the the protagonist, he actually is more like a Bigfoot because he actually has some chest hair. Meanwhile, right. the silverback gorilla faced hot dude is completely clean shaven or just not capable of growing chest hair. But, oh, okay, wait, first of all, our hero beautiful. in this one is Mark. Lance is in Space Raptor Butt Invaders. This Sorry. is Mark. Um, but also, like, in the story, Bigfoot is covered in hair. Yeah, everywhere. 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 Guys, everywhere. And we mean that, we'll get into it, but we mean that <laughs> as in everywhere. <laughs> Can I just also, like, okay, this Photoshop is so hilarious. Okay, so, so, the, good. so the silverback gorilla has on his face, like, a surgeon's mask. Yep covering his nose and mouth and then a stethoscope over his toned hairless chest bare chest white pants with a white belt why i don't know don't care because you have to you're a doctor what are you doing i didn't (laughs) notice until just now 
that he's uh-huh. holding a book in the lower right hand corner that just says the law on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it gets better because he shows up at a bar with his stethoscope and a stack of of law books. <laughs> that was my favorite part. I lost my shit when he showed up at the bar with and, and like they highlighted they're like he had a stethoscope. Yeah, tools of the trade. <laughs> That's how you knew he was a Bigfoot doctor lawyer. Oh. <laughs> he carried around his law books. It's so good. Okay. Oh, so man. here's what's happening. Mark is on a big case. Big case. He's we don't win know it. whether it's criminal or civil. We have no idea. Nope. And we don't care. Thank you, Dr. Tingle. Thank you for not making us herbs, Dr. Tingle. Mm-hmm. We did yeah, not need not, to do that. Not a word in these <laughs> stories a- is lost. You nope. can't skip a moment or you're going nope. to skip decades All in of people's it. lives. Yeah. <laughs> this is 36 tight pages. That's right. Mm-hmm. And and they're tight too. Yeah. Like I, every detail is necessary and hilarious. I feel like that could be his sto- one of the stories is like pounded in my tight 36 pages of <laughs> literature. Okay. All right. <laughs> of details. Okay, so his boss comes in and he's like, "Mark, guess what?" The, the opposing people have thrown a wrench in the works. And Mark is like, oh, no. no, I feel it. I know it's coming. He's about to say it. And he's like, that Bigfoot doctor lawyer is the opposing counsel now. They, they've brought in Nart Bullguck. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so perfect. And so he says it. They brought in Nart Bullguck. And they, um, okay, so then they go into the description of this guy, and it says, ahem, Nart Bullguck is the best lawyer this town has ever known. (laughs) Nart is a Bigfoot who, (laughs) Nart is a Bigfoot who wandered out of the woods at the tender age of 21 and immediately passed the bar like he was reciting the alphabet, completely self-taught. He started taking on cases immediately and soon became the most sought-after lawyer in recent memory, boasting an impressively flawless record by never losing a single case. That's how you do that. And then it says, it doesn't stop there. In the meantime, Nart somehow became well enough versed in both heart and brain surgery to become a respective doctor who spends his days in the courtroom and his nights in the emergency room, saving lives any way he can. That's right. Nart Bolguk. Ah. All right. It is so good. But then we learn. Yeah. So Mark does not like Nart. He's no, <laughs> no. Because here's the thing about a hero named Nart. <laughs> we're into it. So here's the thing, you guys. As much as as Nart does for the community at large by sure. both yeah. attorneying and doctoring, and while also fitting. also being large, he uh-huh. <laughs> he refuses to come out of the closet. And Mark, as an openly gay man, is like, the gay community could use your clout. And yeah. so he hates the fact that this this majestic Bigfoot will not own his sexuality and come out. So he's like, I hate him on principle. Yeah. And he happens to know that Nart Bolguck is a big time gay playboy about town and still refuses to you know yeah he has some acquaintances who have had some some dalliances that were very very uh satisfying big footy and also hairy i just love <laughs> that we live in this universe in in the dinosaur mm. one for, for uh-huh. space raptor butt invaders there's at least like a <laughs> moment where he finds out about space raptors yeah we're just in a world where there's bigfoots and they just, <laughs> just goes. 
There's never a moment where Mark's like, and that's when we all learned that Bigfoots existed. No, no, no. no. He's just no. a Bigfoot. That's that's just a given. That's right. And he's a genius level Bigfoot. Genius so. lawyer, Dr. Bigfoot. Okay. Who doesn't need to sleep. Yeah. No. Okay. So the next morning, All right, he here we is going to do his opening statement. He's in the courtroom. He's about to happen. And he's like, it's 10 minutes before opening statements are supposed to start. And Nart is nowhere to be seen. No, Nart. I also know that he is prone to dramatic entrances and mm-hmm. drastic maneuvers. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just I'm just waiting for it. Right. <laughs> and he bursts into the courtroom. Bursts in. He's still wearing his his stethoscope and his doctor gear. May I read? Yeah. All right. Every time. Nart comes bursting through the courtroom door in all his glory. A large, imposing Bigfoot. <laughs> wearing nothing but emergency room scrubs on the bottom and a medical face mask covering his mouth. <laughs> He's he is shirtless. shirtless. Showing his ripped <laughs> Bigfoot abs with a stethoscope hanging proudly around his next... This is replete with errors, you guys. Just oh throughout. God, there are you cannot be a grammar anything. No, you, you cannot care about grammar or spelling or no. words. So this is hanging proudly <laughs> around his next, which I believe to be neck. Uh, yep. a, sub- a subtle way, a subtle way of showing off that he is in fact a doctor <laughs> as well as an attorney. <laughs> it's super subtle. Oh man! All right, all right. So poor Mark. Yeah, he is thrown for a loop because he immediately feels this intense attraction to Dr. Bigfoot attorney at large. Magnetism. And, uh, Just he can't, incredible. He doesn't know what to do with himself. And so yeah. he's supposed to do his opening statement and he completely and utterly biffs it. He can't I mean, do he it. has notes and he can't even like fumble through the notes. He's been preparing this for weeks. weeks. And he stands up and he's looking at the jury and he can see the reflection of Nart <gasps> looking at him and he can't he just keeps saying my name is Mark my mm, name is Mark my- and I'm here to represent my name is Mark <laughs> he freaks out <laughs> and then finally he just panics and leaves and he says that he leaves what he thinks is his law career forever yes and like during that moment is when he figures out like he's he's into the bigfoot doctor lawyer pretty sexually oh yeah yeah incredibly sexually yeah Yeah. so he goes to a bar this is like 9 a.m he goes to a bar to drink off his woes and he ends up drinking there all day but my favorite part of this is that he says that the bartender never asked what he was on about and they, no. the bartender never connected him to the replaying scene of him leaving the courtroom dramatically. But <laughs> she did understand the look of a person who needed a stiff drink and so kept bringing him light beers. <laughs> he says that he's there to have a stiff drink all day, but he's ordering beers. <laughs> yes. And I can only imagine they've got to be like like child sized Coronas, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Uh, All right. So then, so at night, guess who walks in? You guys, mm-hmm. it's Nart, <laughs> the Bigfoot. Doctor oh my god! Lawyer. Wait, I'm sorry. I I had a highlight from the courtroom scene that I have to read, and I'm not I'm not gonna. Not I had one too, but I was gonna skip it because I felt like I was reading too much. You go, go, nope. go, go. Here I go. So he goes. Now I freeze up. Completely. That was mine too. <laughs> Not saying a word as my mind is overwhelmed with thoughts of bewilderment at just how sexy this Bigfoot doctor lawyer is. (laughs) (laughs) 
Here's the thing. Chuck Tingle likes a few things that are objectively hilarious. Oh, yeah. And one of them is always awkwardly describing the profession of one character or another. Oh, yeah. Astronaut so space good. raptor. Like, oh, my God. Astronaut <laughs> space boy, I think, is one of oh, them. That line I want tattooed oh, on me somewhere. You know the Same. one. Same. We'll, we'll, we'll get, get there. We'll, we'll get, there. get there. Okay. So... <laughs> Um, okay sorry so we're back at the bar in? but nart don't worry he's carrying goodies <laughs> <laughs> he's still got a stethoscope apparently <laughs> white pants i guess and um uh, the the stack of law books which are tools of the trade um <laughs> that remind everybody that he's both a doctor and a lawyer <laughs> <laughs> okay so he says he says, I don't even need to turn my head to see who it is. I can simply sense the presence of Nart, who mm-hmm. seems to be psychically exuding the intense, feverish charm of both a doctor and a lawyer wherever he goes. <laughs> oh, here, here's what it was. So, so he says, I don't know what, basically, like, I don't know what happened in the courtroom. Like, I just kind of freaked out. Nart chuckled yeah. to himself. You don't need to talk in code. I know the effect I have on some people. It's powerful, I say. But I guess that's what you get when you cross a doctor with a lawyer. <laughs> I notice I notice now that Nart is carrying both a stethoscope and a stack of law books. <laughs> Semicolon. Tools of the trade. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I know we've made that book four times now, but it was my favorite thing. It's to too much. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh okay. my god. Also, um, the amount of times that Chuck Tingle has to de- describe things as gay. Oh, so it's for hilarious. example, it's so funny. He's like he's like, um, Nart says that he even gets cold feet sometimes. And Mark responds by by thinking, the sensitive admission from such an incredible and powerful beast makes me swoon with gay desire. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think we've highlighted all the same lines because there's so many times where it's like and then i succumb to his gay kisses and then we we had a gay stare at each other which i hope is like i hope that i don't know i hope it's not like making fun of you know what i mean like there's something that's like i hope the gayness is not a joke you know what i'm saying like obviously yeah, the yeah, dinosaurs so bigfoot too. the lawyer doctor but right. i found it hilarious every time he described like gay desire gay kisses Me too. Like, well and it's it's just hysterical. funny because desire is the same no matter what your sexuality right, is like exactly. desire is that's what makes it funny right. it's just like but i hope that that's not the punchline in the negative way because we don't know oh, who this yeah. person is that's all i'm saying oh yeah that didn't you know? even cross my mind yeah i certainly didn't take it that no, way i hope oh, not god. oh god okay. it's so good okay. so basically nart is like i want to take you home and fuck your brains out <laughs> and mark is like i can't believe i'm even considering this wait hold on i'm not i'm not considering it it's just gonna happen by it's just gonna happen you mean <laughs> let's be honest though there's very little consideration taking place here <laughs> semicolon I already know that I want to fuck this Bigfoot and fuck him hard. <laughs> All right. Okay. So now we're you know in Nart's. Really, the precision with which the semicolon is wielded in this prose mm-hmm. is just masterful. Well, it's both It's both precise and a scattershot. Like, it's both yes. things <laughs> at once. So much of this book 
is is more than one thing at once. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Now we're in Nart's Manhattan apartment. Oh, P.S. Guys, it goes take us home. Nart tells the driver, mm-hmm. and then the same amount of returns as has happened before. Like mm-hmm. the sa- just a paragraph later, it says. Nart Bulguk's Manhattan apartment was as luxurious as you'd expect. Like, all yeah. of a sudden, we're just wha-bam. There. Yeah, we're there. We're 72 floors up, right? Oh, yeah. Not to mention that he is in love. Yes. Okay, so Mark has fallen in love um, somewhere between courtroom, <laughs> bar, and now. <laughs> Could it be love? He asks. I'm not sure. But the more I get to know this majestic creature, the more I start to think that the two of us might have something more going on than just a wild one night stand. They have not done anything but look at each other with gay Bigfoot desire so far. No. Okay. Nothing. Yep. All right. So Nart says, come here. And here we go. He turns. He lets his gaze. Sorry. Did you notice that he walks across the room toward Mark twice? (laughs) I thought so too. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> he crosses means- the room and then in the next paragraph he crosses the room just a little <laughs> yeah. differently this time <laughs> yeah right. muscular form as it crosses the room towards me with a confident stride the creature is completely naked mm-hmm. in an incredible specimen of bigfoot perfection and surrounded mm-hmm. by the trappings of luxury at its peak as only a lawyer <laughs> and doctor combined could afford oh man okay guess Guess what, guys? There, I there are some there are some gold star sexual phrases in this one. Uh, one of yeah. them is his cock is utterly enormous, jutting off his body towards me like a thick flesh arrow. <laughs> and, yeah, and frankly, on a mythical creature, I don't know what that means. No, I don't. <laughs> like, like, is it sharp? Question mark. I don't know. Besides Harry and girthy we don't know because the kangaroo penis is sharp we've been down this road before on this podcast very sharp as is a raccoon's did you know that i also very sharp (laughs) they're out there um i think this is just a normal penis though i mean except it's it's covered in coarse bigfoot hair very hairy unlike his chest apparently (laughs) all the way up his shaft (laughs) all the way up to the hilt to the tip to the tip to the hilt to the hilt everything (laughs) oh my god so mark bless him drops straight to his knees because i've learned a couple things about chuck tingle and one of them is there's nothing he loves more than a really uncomfortable deep throat yeah okay here here's what here's (laughs) a chuck tingle uh uh (laughs) equation for you okay yeah yeah you meet you meet the the creature slash mythical beast slash inanimate object. Yes. <laughs> that you're supposed to fall in love with. That's then right. You question whether maybe it's love. Yeah. Then you engage in a very uncomfortable blowjob that nearly yeah. murders you. Then yeah. you decide, in some, you decide that you're gay. <laughs> in others, right. you decide that you're like ready to be with this person for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Then you turn around. And bend That's over, right. and then, then they turn then you they around. They turn you around, pick so you up face to face. Yep, and lower you down, <laughs> and do you that way. And then That's after right. that, there's a lot of horrible descriptions of ejaculation. You first, oh. then the other one. Oh, you get ready. 
And then it's you love. get ready, guys. You're and gonna hear them. Honestly, you usually get a job at the end too. Yes, you're always That's employed the at the end of a Chuck Tingle book. That is the <laughs> equation every single time. I only know four of them, uh, but that was the, it's the same. It's the same every it's time. Goddamn glorious. Yes. So that's right. what happens here. And meanwhile, I don't think there was enough description of the way that like the hair would tickle. Oh, oh, oh god. Also, oh god, Melody. A, <laughs> uh, a a Chuck Tingle phrase I have seen is that reflex. something hits you. No, no, no. Something hits you at the back of your gag reflex. Yeah. That was like not the back of your throat triggering your gag no, reflex. It hits it just your gag reflex. Yeah. All the way at the back of it, too. Yeah. Like it's not even a, a polite gag reflex caress. No, no. no. <laughs> yeah. It hits you oh, at the back so of your gag reflex. It's in every single one of them. And then some it's people so are able to take it, and then others are not. And then they yeah. start over, and then they take it. <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> All and right. they take it gleefully. Thank I do you very much. Has Brandon read this, do you think? Or do you think he just I saw so. it or listened to the podcast? I don't oh, know if he Lord, really, I, hope so. I don't know if he knew what Brandon, he was actually us. getting. Yeah, let us know. All right. You you did us a service, sir, and we want to know if you did yourself a service. <laughs> <laughs> Not like that. Not like oh, God, that. I didn't mean like that. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I mean TMI with Melody. If you want to let a bitch know, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I just won't tell Aaron. There is <laughs> There is no one in the world that has read any of these stories and been like, yes, I cannot believe it. I cannot. If you're out there, let us know. Yeah, please. All right. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. So he's trying to impress this distinguished Bigfoot with how much hairy Bigfoot that he can take. Oh, my God. I I'm have excited. that highlighted, too. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, my God. Oh, God. There are so many things I want to read, but I don't think I can say out loud in public, you oh, guys. I can. What? Tell me and I'll do it. Nard and I stay like this for a while. Oh, okay. Nard and I stay like this for a while, but the monster's dick planted firmly within the dark recesses of my throat until I'm seconds from running out of air and Nart finally lets me up. I gasp frantically, a thick strand of saliva stringing from my lips to the head of his Bigfoot cock. <laughs> and moments later, I dive back down for more, taking Nart's entirety in yet another expertly performed deep throat. Mark is so talented. You know I what? Can't. There are there are mythical creatures who are really into sloppy BJ's Ooh. and I'm not going to down them and for it. And it is specifically dinosaurs, it. bigfoots and unicorns. <laughs> and a few like buildings and airplanes and just like concepts as well. <laughs> oh god. So okay. then all of a sudden he takes Nart's cock out of his mouth and he says, "Do you want to fuck this tight gay no, no, human no, no. ass?" I ask. First, he turns around, bends over, oh, yeah. presses his hands against the window. You the guys, floor to ceiling windows. 72 floors up. You got to live on the danger side. You guys, to get pounded by a Bigfoot from behind. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm whispering, but I can't say it louder. So he's got his hands on this window. That is terrifying. It's just the right amount of terrifying. Yeah. Is it not terrifying, though? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. But it definitely ups the titillation, I think, for our mark. But what if it breaks the window? <laughs> this is a big He wonders foot. that, too. He Even wonders. Even if it's a human, that's terrifying. <laughs> Hypothetically, yeah, has... that's terrifying. Okay? Mark loves it. He needs to live on the edge with his majestic oh Bigfoot doctor lawyer. I just... <laughs> okay. So... 
And then he says, do you want to pound me like the little twink that I am? Which, by the way, check that cover. This is not... This co- the cover is off the chain, not accurate. <laughs> a, this guy is not a little twink. B, a Bigfoot is not a hairless man with a gorilla head. I mean, he looks he looks small and he's, he's a little bit to too foot. muscular. He's very yeah. Though. yeah, you're right. Anyway, you're right. okay. All right. So anyway, so yeah, so the Bigfoot does shove it in. Um Oh no, not only does he shove it in, he shoves <sighs> his powerful ancient weapon in. <laughs> Shove it in, I command, drunk with Bigfoot lust. (laughs) All right. Okay. Oh, God. All right. So So that happens. And then he does the turning around thing. Yeah. Yep. 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 This is this is the one that the description is like how the Bigfoot's uh, situation like snakes into him. That's this one, right? Uh, I think so. Wait. Yup. Oh, no. Oh, God. Tell me everything. Tell me everything. Where is it? <laughs> All right. First, his, his oh, butthole stretches to accommodate his enormous size. Um, oh, God. Okay. All right. Then he braces yeah. himself against the window. Terrifying. That's right. Like you do. His heart pounding as he looks down yeah. on the city streets below. While He's Nart only slides, human, Aaron. Um, while Nart slides <laughs> deeper and deeper into my rectum, his shaft yeah. feels like a never-ending snake of flesh going on forever and ever. <laughs> That's horrifying. <laughs> well, not to mention that it's... I, I more take issue with the fact that... Sorry, Dr. Chuck Tingle. It's a little well, bit contradictory. <laughs> to what? It doesn't feel like flesh. It feels like a stuffed animal. And I want I want that noted for the record. It is hairy AF. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, gross. Oh, no. I didn't think <laughs> about it until now. A- <laughs> okay. I also think that this is a little bit unsafe because not only is he much larger, apparently, than the average human male, but with all of that hair, you need extra lube. And all they're working with is Mark's saliva. I don't I didn't see a a, a spare lube bottle. Oh, my God. Really? Really? We're going to talk about lube in this one? Like, I'm sorry. If there is that much coarse Bigfoot body hair going up another person's orifice, all right, guys. yeah, we're talking about lube. All right, you guys. Bing boom bong. Bing boom bong. Safe sexual sex health with, with Melody. Melody. Um, if you're going to fuck a Bigfoot anally, <laughs> yes, extra, make sure you extra have extra lube. lube because of the hair. Is that, is that, is that, okay, I'm sorry. Yes, your yeah. eyebrows are up. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. I don't know what you want from me. Bing Fair. boom bong, segment over. All right, okay. okay. <laughs> yep. So I have a hard limit of windows and masquerade masks we found. Um, <laughs> and we've also found out that Melody's uh, sexual health advice extends to mythical creatures. Bing On a number of occasions. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you got to take care of yourself, Aaron. Yes. So okay. he does the thing where he turns him around. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone and then, has and an don't orgasm. Worry. He says, now take this, Dr. Lawyer Dick. <laughs> that is the only <laughs> thing my, I have highlighted on that page. My, my Bigfoot lover commands. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then. Um, and then. Oh, don't worry. There's also a description of him yelling that he's going to come on your ripped, hairy chest. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> it can't just be on your chest. <laughs> We gotta make sure. Nope. So then they do. Uh, Mark goes they to take do. a shower because he's covered in it. Yeah. Then Nart comes into the shower. And here we are. Yeah. We're in love. I have to confess something. Nart Bullguck informs me. 
says. His eyes filled with genuine tension and concern. I've been a player for a long time now, the Bigfoot admits. But it's only because I've been hurt so many times in the past. <laughs> I understand. The forest <laughs> is yeah. filled with terrors. Yeah. I never thought I'd be able to love again, says Nart. Until tonight. Until tonight. <laughs> so he says, I love you. Mark Wait. says, I love you too. And then Nart says, Nart. Nart, no. Nart leans down and gives me a passionate gay kiss. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I have this whole page highlighted. I was trying to, um, yeah, shorten it a little bit. Okay. He says, I love you. Mark says, I love you. Nart says, and I want to start a firm with you. Just me and you. Maybe eventually you could be one of my nurses at the hospital, too. <laughs> both, both, I ask. I want you to be a part of every aspect of my life. Lawyer, doctor, everything. I really wish that line was lawyer, doctor, Bigfoot, but that's okay. It's okay, Chuck. I wrap my arms around the massive beast, pulling him close as the warm water continues to rush over us. Yes, I say. Of course. I'll be your law partner and male nurse. I love you, Nark Balga. <laughs> the end. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> the end, everyone. May I say that when I told Brandon we were going to do... So this was the story that Brandon suggested. Mm-hmm. And then we saw that it was 36 pages, so we decided to read Space Raptor Butt Invasion as well, because yeah. that's uh, Chuck Tingle's most popular story, probably because of the mm-hmm. Hugo Award situation. Ah. But after I told Brandon we were recording this weekend, he was like, you know that that's not enough book for a whole episode, right? Mm. And look at us. We're 45 minutes in. So joke's on you, Brandon, because we can do 46 minutes on 36 pages, it turns out. That's right. And if we were a reasonable podcast, we would stop here. But we are never reasonable. Because we're going to do a space (laughs) raptor butt invasion. Are you ready? And not only that, we've got extra recording to do tonight because you guys, each of these stories, which you must purchase separately, have a bonus story in them. Oh, yeah. Aaron has read one. I have read the other. And we're going to do a Patreon episode where we tell each other the bonus stories. Story time. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's move on. All right. So we've got Lance. Butt invasion. Lance is an astronaut, and he's on Earth Outpost Program. I forget the Zorbus is the um is the planet that he's on. Sure, sure, sure. But the whole thing is, Earth has sent out a bunch of astronauts in pairs to be on different planets and stuff to terraform different planets. And now because of budget cuts, they're taking one astronaut off of the planet and he's going to, Lance is going to be alone. Well, and what we've done, what well, so he's replacing the guy who's there. They used to be stationed together, but like they ro- rotated around. Now he's replacing him. Sure. So Earth only has 10 years left. And so we're attempting to terraform other planets. Yeah. And that is what Lance is here for. Right. So his colleague fucks off. His right. colleague is like, see you in the sky someday, my so, ping pong friend. Yeah, they play ping pong at varying gravity degrees. Um, <laughs> maybe there are a couple things wasted in this super, super tight short story. Anyway, so. No, no that's, a, that's a key, key detail. So as. It gave me much joy. <laughs> Lance is bouncing around uh, in low G toward the uh, Earth outpost building the, the terraforming outpost yeah sure. 
he sees another person in an astronaut suit past yeah. the building also bouncing around and walking around and he's like yeah how's there another astronaut here in the same space suit that i'm in that's crazy and then he's like am i also am i already space crazy am i already right. that lonely that i'm inventing space friends and then he goes to sleep and then the next morning knock 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 on the door knock knock knockity knock on the door guess who it is the astronaut that he saw bouncing around in a spacesuit he sees this astronaut in a spacesuit nothing is amiss nothing he does not notice that this astronaut is shaped any different nope than a human man that's right it looks just like his suit yeah the helmet he, and of course he can't see inside the helmet because the helmet has a reflective surface yeah and the helmet is somehow a circle yeah what like i yeah, just don't is. i don't understand <laughs> i don't understand how you can see a velociraptor in nope. a spacesuit and be like yeah that's a man where does that tail go that tail is just as long as that body that tail gets wound up aaron tucked tucked yeah <laughs> yeah all right okay he says i'm orion with his raptor mouth okay so he doesn't know he's a raptor yet so no, they introduce all he themselves. Sees is the suit. Right. And, then, and he's like, may I come in? And he's like, well, I don't really know if I should let him in because, ugh. and he ends up letting him in. They shake hands and then he they shake flips up his mask. hands, you guys. And he still yeah. doesn't know. No, he does notice that the spacesuit only has three fingers. Yeah, the that's the thing. That's the thing. Not the fucking tail. <laughs> not the shape of the head. Not no. that he's like mostly horizontal instead of vertical. <laughs> no. None of those no. things. Not the feet. Aaron, he, it's been a million years. He could have, it's been, it's been a many million years. It's been like 230 million years Don't or something crazy. Don't you think crazy. that if raptors had evolved to be more human-like <laughs> in appearance, that Dr. Tingle would not have told us that in excruciating detail? <laughs> Fair enough. You know what? We're working with it. So you he, know he holds out his three-pronged hand. Huh? Do you, I think that if dr tingle decided to evolve raptors it would just be yeah. hairier they would just be like certain parts of them would be covered in hair um okay there's a loud hiss at the window of his helmet of his oh god there's a loud hiss as the window of his helmet slides upwards and i gasp out gasp out loud bleh, bleh. do you want to read this one because i'm uh fucking terrible at reading out loud today yeah just a minute um, there's a loud hiss as the window to his helmet slides upwards and I gasp aloud, recoiling in shock. There, beneath the tinted glass is the smiling face <laughs> of a voracious velociraptor, one of the most feared dinosaurs to ever roam Earth. But you're, you're a, I stammer, a dinosaur? Asked the beast. Why yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> he says, but that makes no sense, I say. I agree, <laughs> says the raptor. I was told that this planet was entirely uninhabited. Who told you that, I ask, shocked. The raptor scientist back on Earth, too. <laughs> All right, so in this world, um, the dinosaurs did not die. There was, yeah, the Ice Age is propaganda, yeah, everybody. That's fake That's news. not what happened. The dinosaurs all got into their spaceships that they had, and they went to Earth 2, and they terraformed it because they got sick of Earth 1, and then yeah. they spread some kind of revisionist history to, like, th so that the humans would think that they 
died. Yeah. And now Earth 2 is fine, P.S. Right. But they're just making sure, they're just keeping tabs on the galaxy. And so he's like, is that what you're doing here? And the dinosaur nods. Yep. Yeah. All alone in an empty solar system. Mm-hmm. As Orion says this, I detect a deep sadness behind his eyes. Something I can relate to with all too well. Well, I start not exactly sure where I'm headed. I mean, we're both up here together. Yeah. Why can't we hang out a bit? Mm-hmm. And then they're, they're going to play zero G ping pong. They are. From not knowing that dinosaurs still exist uh-huh. to playing ping pong with Velociraptor Spaceman is like eh, three sentences. <laughs> like, I just feel not like... Not to mention that it they they chuck tingle thank you for herbs herbs herbsing a few months all right here we go yeah because they hang out wait 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 i do have to say i have to read a description to you because Mm -hmm. it says despite being a bloodthirsty dinosaur carnivore we have the same thing highlighted orion is actually incredibly sweet and has a truly gentle soul the longer we spend together the more i find myself drawn to him attracted even our difference in species surely couldn't classify me as gay could it (laughs) as the days turn into weeks and weeks into months i begin to wonder if i'd even care that's right oh man then one day they're chilling out on the couch yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's so good and then lance Lance looks over and says do you ever think about what it would be like to fuck a human? I ask, my heart now thumping ferociously in my chest, but I try to remain calm and even keeled. The answer is fucking perfect. It's so perfect. Yeah, I mean, who hasn't? Orion offers. <laughs> <laughs> like, pretty much every dinosaur has thought about this. He yeah. Said, the thing is, I'm a pretty big dinosaur, and human women are just too delicate, too just T.O. T.O., yeah. I'd probably crush one if I tried. I let his words linger in the air for a moment, not sure <laughs> if I should say what I so desperately <laughs> want to. But it's now or never, I think to myself, taking a deep breath. What about a human man? I question. <laughs> I can see the raptor's expression suddenly change. His understanding washes over him. <laughs> yeah, I think I might be into that, actually. <laughs> Orion tells me. I mean, (laughs) it's not gay if it's a dude raptor and a dude human, right? I ask. Totally not gay, says the dinosaur. The raptor would have to be in control, though. Dominating even. The raptor would have to be in control, though. Semicolon. Semicolon. Dominating, comma, even. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I sigh. My cock rock hard in my pants. Let's just read it all. Um, so, okay. Then, okay, he goes from, like, this wouldn't be gay, right? Until, like, maybe two paragraphs later being like, fuck me like the gay boy I am. Like, it, yeah. goes, it goes from, like, no homo to, like, we're so homo and we I've love saying this my it. whole life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so this is my favorite part of this book. Ooh, yeah, tell me. Oh, well. Shaky. <laughs> okay. I shaking, I don't, I'm, I guess, I shaking uh-huh. as I slowly reach up and pull down the zipper of his space pants. <laughs> no detail. It's a sleeper we'll cell. Overlooked. Thank God, that is a funny line. <laughs> it's he pulls so down funny. the zipper of his space pants. Like, what kind of space pants is this dinosaur wearing? Anyway, where a massive red dino cock is just waiting to be unleashed from its fabric prison. 
wow. I just, <laughs> and if you thought the hairy Bigfoot penis was alarming, wait till you get This it. is a red scaly yeah. penis. I made the note, does it have scales in this moment? And not two <laughs> sentences later, I found out. Like, <laughs> any question oh you gosh. have, Chuck Tingle will answer for you. That is right. So they start they start doing this whole thing about how Lance needs to be punished for being such a filthy little human. Mm-hmm. And then Lance goes, I am a filthy little human. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says he wants to do stuff to his pretty gay mouth. And like, not... Yeah. A moment ago, less than like 60 <laughs> seconds ago, everybody they were was both like, no homo so gay, hard. Right. And then they're like, <laughs> I want to do stuff to your gay mouth. And he's like, yeah, do stuff to my gay mouth. Like crazy 180. And I'm here for it. Okay. Um. Okay. Wait. So wait, then Lance goes, do you like that? I ask. How does it feel to punish your astronaut human sex toy? <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So this is the the same things happen in this sexual encounter as they did with Bigfoot. Yeah. So yeah. first we have a very unsettling blowjob. Uh, hits the back of his gag reflex. Only this one, he retches loudly, pulling back and releasing the member from his throat. Uh, mm. I cough and sputter a bit, trying to collect myself as salty tears stream down my face. Oh, you're gonna you're take gonna this? take that dinosaur dick, and you're gonna like it, Orion tells me. wait no it's not done oh it's it's not taking me by the head and thrusting me down again quote you should have known better than to test me my people have been (laughs) fucking for billions of years before you humans were even around (laughs) oh man all right so then uh same thing Uh, you know they do the blow job oh wait Wait, yeah, and Rock then hard all right. So abs? hold on, is that what you're going for? No, I wasn't. His going face for that presses. One. He takes him so deeply into his throat, you guys, that his <laughs> face is smashed against the rock hard reptile abs. Imagine yes. a velociraptor with abs, and just try not to get turned on. That's what I say yeah, about that. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Okay, so hold on. He goes pound me. Like the homo space boy that I am, I beg. I want it <laughs> right? tattooed on my body. It's the most perfect <laughs> line that I've ever read in any book. <laughs> ever. And I it mean really any is. book. Not a romance novel, not an erotica, anything. Pound no, me like the everything. homo space boy that I am <laughs> is an incredible line. It's just perfect. Oh, man. Okay, now now he's leaning over the couch, facing away from him with uh-huh. his muscular gay butt popped <laughs> out in the air. <laughs> I'm checking, well, this guy's a genius. Like, genius. <laughs> like, the, the grammar aside, like, I think even the grammar situation might be intentional because, like, he's I think so it might fucking be a smart. Troll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, whatever, all the all the lies about the DeVry University, like, massage degree, <laughs> like, and, like, the son and the autistic savant uh-huh. slash schizophrenic thing that's a little bit offensive. Um, but, like, the whole yeah, a thing. a little bit. Completely ridiculous. <laughs> this guy is, like, so, somewhere he's a genius. And I think he might be connected mm-hmm. to Night Vale. He's a genius. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. Okay. Okay. Wait. So as he starts pushing, testing the limits of of Lance's aching tightness, Lance lets out a long moan and then says the following phrase. Oh, fuck. You're the best dinosaur bud a guy could ask for. 
But just before that, okay, guys, I know yeah. I understand what I'm doing here. This is kind of what Melody did with the lube in the last um, book. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you about to be a hypocrite, Aaron? Yeah. Is that what you're about to do? Yes. Interesting. Right. Bing. At least you're honest. Bing. Boom, bong. Boom. Boom, bong. Logistics with Aaron. I'm sorry. <laughs> but here's the thing. So Lance says, do you want to fuck me? Right. Then the dinosaur says, I'm the one who decides who gets fucked around here. And yeah. then he slaps him hard on the ass. With his three-pronged yeah. raptor talons. We've all seen Jurassic Park, you guys. That claw <laughs> slashes you across the abdomen here and here, spilling Here's your intestines. Thinking. And the point is that they're, you're alive when they start to eat you. Everyone knows this. No, bing, boom, bong, logistics with Melody. And I, you never thought this was going to happen. You never did. I, I'm astounded. I it's a backhanded slap. A backhanded slap. Yeah, talent down. Backhands. Backhanded slap. His He's not butt? about. He. That's right. His muscular <laughs> gay butt. I don't think that Orion would ever take the chance. No, of that's tearing what surprised asunder. me so much. But I've also never in my life imagined a backhanded spank. Got to do it. Raptor's got a raptor. You know what I'm saying? You got to accommodate. Well, and I also like that wrist is very like. Yeah. I, I guess oh, I can yeah. see it. Yeah. It's a good okay. snap. Yeah. I yeah. can see it. All right, guys. Okay. I retract my logistics with Aaron. I was just like, oh my God, he tore that ass up and like not in a good way. All right. Okay. okay. So, oh man. There's some serious BDSM astronaut dinosaur play. It's good. It's good. Take this dick and shut your mouth. Yes, sir. I answer meekly. What the fuck fuck was was that? that? Orion counters. Yes, sir. I say a little louder. Yeah, because these guys are both, these are both military guys, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is Space Force, you guys. Space Force at its finest. Happy Veterans Day, HBs. All right. It is Veterans Day. We're recording on Veterans Day. Okay. Okay. So now we have gotten to the point where he is laying on his back on the in the couch, not on the couch. Yeah, the dinosaur has now turned him around for some front ways action. With my legs spread wide, completely open and exposed like the filthy gay boy that I am. Yes, (laughs) and you've been a very bad astronaut, Orion tells me. Yes! His raptor face pressed hard against mine as we pumped together in sweaty unison. So you're going to take my Jurassic load up your asshole and you're going (laughs) to like it. Yes, sir, I tell him. Oh, God. (laughs) Fill me with that hot load. (laughs) Yep. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and then he says, please, he says, beg me. And he goes, please fill me with your nasty dino load. Yep. <laughs> and then everybody so comes. Um, Mark yeah, stands up does. on his, quote, woozy legs. Confused yeah. but didn't hate it. And then they no, say. Frankly, I would be. I would be a little dazed. Legs can't be woozy. Legs aren't legs woozy. Legs can be woozy. No. How dare you? Dr. Chuck Tingle knows everything about bodies. I'm surprised it wasn't woozy semicolon legs, to be honest. (laughs) So, and then they decide that this this next year is going to be pretty great. The best that's yet to come. And Mm -hmm. um, there we are. Space Raptor butt invasion. (laughs) It is so good. I just returned to the cover, which we did not talk about. 
And I never, oh, I did not realize that the space raptor is on one of those like moon segways. Oh my god! He and is. Then they've they've photoshopped a tiny T Rex head into the the <laughs> spaceman thing, but it's like it's a human spacesuit, but just with a T Rex head, which isn't even a yep. raptor. It's not even a raptor. It's, it's goddamn magical. All oh right. man, it's goddamn magical. This thing was a work of art. Hugo Award nominee. I don't know. Yeah. And frankly, I'm so excited. If you want to be a part of this journey even more and you're not yet a patron, jump on that nonsense because we're going to publish us telling the bonus stories to each other. To each other. Yeah. Because we each read one. One of them is turned gay by the living alpha diner. That's right. (laughs) It's a restaurant. Yeah, he has sex with a restaurant. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it actually works. I was shocked. I was so confused yeah, for most I can't of wait. it. And then mine is uh, a gay T Rex law firm. So Oh man. <laughs> they're fighting for our rights over there. Yeah. That's what they're doing. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you. Brandon, you continue to be a centaur unicorn hybrid of my dreams. Yep. I love you so much. You're excellent to us mm-hmm. and frankly i don't think i've done enough for you no i mean this is how i feel about jen s the one who brought us grace goodwin mm-hmm. I, I i would never have known and i haven't done enough for them no they've brought such joy and wonder <laughs> into joy. my life yes that i don't think i can ever repay it so i'm fucking stoked about this i'll tell you that our heartfelt thanks <sighs> all right yeah. do you have a lady love I mean, other than all of this, right? So that's got to be part one of my lady love. Yeah, it's just, just purchase every Chuck Tingle book you possibly can because I, I don't. <laughs> I was gonna say I hope it's not. I hope it's. You're right. I hope it's not like sarcastic. I don't think so. I mean, I don't cor- think so of, either. Of course, it is sarcastic. No, no, no right. In some ways, but I mean, like about about the gay stuff. Yeah. Like that stuff is just so funny because it just feels so pure, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. It fe- it feels authentic. It feels it feels like it just, good comedy. It feels right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then my the second part of my lady love is honestly breakfast in bath no, is a thing that I no, think no 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 no. <laughs> Try no. it. <laughs> not you. You guys, I'm it's not going to try to change your mind. It's not. There's nothing gross about it. Your cans are clean. No, I'm not sitting in like my dirty bath water. I step in and I eat my food. You can you can always use a utensil. Utensils are completely welcome in the bath. What did yeah. you just say? <laughs> well, how do you think I spread my tofu cream cheese onto my everything bagel? I used a knife. It's not Duh. you. Wait, you didn't pre-do that before. You didn't prep that pre-bath. No, no I didn't. I brought. Jesus. My, <laughs> I just I can't. My tub of tofu. My whole cheese. body is rejecting this. <laughs> I'm just saying, people love breakfast in bed, which is something I find abhorrent. Because what if you get crumbs in your bed? Are and you that's fucking where... kidding me? <laughs> I never eat in my what bed. If you Absolutely eat not. In your bed. <laughs> Which you yeah. can just brush off the sheet. If you get crumbs <laughs> no, in your bath no. water, they just <laughs> float around in there with you soggily. <laughs> so first gross. First of all, 
First of all, they get washed off. That is the point of the bath. The Even idea if there are crumbs. that there was no crumbs or seeds just floating around there. <laughs> there weren't. You, like, I'm sure I, that you I got seeds over. somewhere. I didn't. I leaned over the plate. And second of all, that immediately washes <laughs> the look on your face. I just can't. It's so funny. So that completely washes off immediately. There's no effort involved. And there's not like me finding a crumb of of pasta or like like a like a stray thing a sauce in my sheets someday that's not gonna happen and second of all even if it does like what about all the bath bombs that you get with like actual little bits of herbs in there those float around with you they're no not problem food. they're not food it's like they're, they're, it's like it, being it's in dishwater or- that's no, what it's done. also organic material. Why don't How you dare just you? wash the dishes in there after you're done? You could. <laughs> no, because then I'm no, because then the the bath water is then on my dishes. Like that's a completely different thing. I'm not eating off of my nipple Dis- or off of my stomach. I I now that, <laughs> that's like a protest too much. Uh, situation. <laughs> no one accused Aaron, you of eating off you know of what? your nipple. <laughs> Lady love is not a forum in which you can criticize. That's the rule. That's oh, a that rule a, in the a podcast. New rule implemented yeah, what you- just now? <laughs> yeah. Lady love is not a section in which you can can do that because it's all about what works for each person and this is a no judgment zone. So if it doesn't work for you, don't do the lady love. All right. I'm not here. I, you are not okay, my all audience. Right, fine. All right. I'm not here to yuck your yum. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But I just want to tell you with all the love in my heart that I have uh for you, Melody Carlisle, Mm -hmm. you are a disgusting person. (laughs) You know what? I am going to eat in my bath. I am going to fashion myself crotchless leggings. I am going to do all of this with wild abandon. I have been down for so much wild (laughs) shit that you have brought into my life. This is where I draw the line. This is my hard limit. This is it. I was there for crotchless leggings. I was there with you. I don't even want to tell you my lady love. I forgot it. To be completely honest with you, I cannot remember what it was. I think I'm dying. It was something. I think I'm dead. <laughs> I had it in my brain. This is going to be murder to edit. Oh my god. Uh, what was it? <laughs> I don't even remember. I cannot tell you. Here's here's what I will say, though. This has been grinding my... <laughs> while I'm in a negative space. <laughs> this has been grinding my gears for a few weeks now. <laughs> You're amazing. <laughs> All right, guys. If you are in the Heaving Bosoms geriatric friendship cult, you have noticed that a Maybelline matte lipstick <laughs> that Melody recommended several weeks ago has sweet because i have heaving- brilliant lady loves yes i have brilliant lady loves uh-huh yeah you hold that thought <laughs> has swept the hb nation all right there mm-hmm. are women that have never worn makeup before that have gone out and bought <laughs> the pioneer shade of this maybelline matte lipstick is revolutionizing yeah. their lives their husbands finally <laughs> think that they're sexy or whatever like this is like this has become a like sweeping thing everyone's taking selfies everyone looks beautiful yeah i just i just want to put out there that months ago i recommended a lipstick 
No one did shit about it. <laughs> like last summer, I was like, you guys, Bare Minerals, Matt, Jen, Nude. Do you not remember this? As the cocoa you know, powder? I remember it. Yeah. I also remember. Yeah, I was going to say, I also remember the one of the cocoa powder. That's same the thing. same thing. Got it. Not one person <laughs> was like, I'm going to try that. Not one. <laughs> Maybe they did, and they thought it sucked. No, this is the, just like how not dare eating you. in the bath. How <laughs> dare you? Oh, it sucks. Not to I eat in the bath. <laughs> okay, guys. So I posted a clip from uh, the new talk show, Busy Tonight, with uh, with the guest was Kristen Bell. Kirsten Bell. Kristen oh, Bell. I love her. Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Kirsten Bell. I don't know now. Kirsten Bell. I said it both K-I-R. ways and now I can't. Okay. That show is hilarious, but. No, no, no. Kristen Bell. Yeah, I think it's Kristen Bell. What are we going to yeah, do? We're done. What are we going to do? We're going to look it up. Yeah. 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 We can't have another. No, we can't. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> Kristen Bell. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So who's great? But they had a little funny interview and it turns out Kristen Bell had the exact, exact same experience with the Diva Cup that I did, only she got it out in a different yeah. manner. But. They do a bit on that episode of that show called Weirdest Thing You Found Between Your Boobs. Oh, no, it's a different episode. It's the one with uh, Maya Rudzikowski. You know her? No. Yeah, you do. Um, but anyway, so they do this bit on that episode of the show that's like weirdest things you found in your boobs at the end of the day. Ooh. And it is hilarious. And one of the, <laughs> one of the women that they interviewed was like, girl... <laughs> <laughs> it was a cheese it <laughs> like when it this whole story about like it was a cheese it it was right here she's <laughs> like i do not know how that cheese it got there and it was the funniest thing i'd ever seen in my life i rewound it like five times i was like streaming down tears crying laughing at this thing um so if you've watched busy tonight it's on the e network it's a new talk show with busy phillips if you can find that maya Reg- oh man, that's not even her name. I don't know. No, man, you're so good at this. Oh, <laughs> Emily, <laughs> Emily Radzikowski, Emily Radzikowski. You know, from she's the 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 friend, and I feel pretty. The one that Amy Schumer's like, you're gorgeous. How would you ever have to deal oh. with any of this? That's her, Emily Radzikowski. You guys, uh, that episode, find it. Woof. Got it. I'm not good at names. All right. <sighs> well. That was a, a goddamn lovely journey on every level. All right. Find us on. Oh, yeah. You can find us on all the places. Facebook. We have a page that is Heaving Bosoms Podcast. And we have a group that is the Heaving Bosoms Podcast Geriatric Friendship Cult, where where sunshine and unicorns abound all the time. And it's just lady love We and just support. had a big old meetup in New Orleans where they posted yeah. delightful photos and hilarious inside jokes that I feel very jealous of. Uh, oh, so I jealous. don't know their inside jokes now. And yeah. <sighs> Uh, and it seems, and they already had a meetup in Chicago. So if you live near a metropolitan area, you can probably find other HBs in your area if you join the cult. Um, Instagram at heaving bosoms, Twitter at heaving underscore but heaving underscore bosoms on Twitter, and um, email us anytime at heaving bosoms podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. All right. So. Oh, God. Nope. Keeping a bad And love yourself as you love fucking me like the homo space boy I am. <laughs> yes. There's, don't, don't act like you have to search for a line. That is it. <laughs> You're so right. All right. Oh, all right. All right. This was wonderful. Let's My switch over hurts. to Patreon. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.
Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah! Lilas! Okay, back to the show.